When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, this is Vishnu. Before we get started here, I just wanted to let you know that this is a special episode of Six Rings Canes to benefit the victims of Hurricane Ian. There are three charities that we're recommending people donate to if they can afford to. Um, one is Friends in Service Here. It benefits, it's a food bank on um, Sanibel Island and in, in Captive Island, which I think we all saw were, were hit pretty hard. The website for that is F-I-S-H-O-F. S-A-N-C-A-P dot O-R-G. Um, the second one that we recommend people donate to is the Harry Chapin Food Bank. Um, that is a food bank for all of Southwest Florida. Um, the website there is Harry, H-A-R-R-Y, Chapin, C-H-A-P-I-N, then just foodbank.org. So um, that's Harry Chapin Food Bank dot O-R-G. And then the third one is is a little bit different. It's Valerie's House. Um, Valerie's House is a again organization in Southwest Florida that benefit that that helps kids get through trauma. And um, quite a few um, children have been traumatized by what what has ha- occurred because of Hurricane Ian. So that is Valerie'sHouse.org. V A L E R I E S. The word house. dot O R G and. Um, the descriptions and the links to donate are also in the description of the podcast. So any, anything you could do to help out our, our friends to the West, we'd greatly appreciate. And with that, on with the show. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. Hey, welcome. Good evening. And this is uh, definitely a special, uh, special show. We probably won't be focusing too much on Miami Hurricanes football today, but we'll talk a little bit about Canes, Canes, uh, Heat, Miami Dolphins, whatever it is that we get to talk about. But the most important thing is this is the Hurricane Ian um, charity drive show as we um you know want to do our very best to support everybody in southwest florida um and aid in the relief efforts over there i mean uh they they got absolutely smashed 
Um, and so uh, this was really, really, really important to everybody in the network and to us as well. I think that um, bringing the community together, together and um, having this show, although it's a Friday, I know a lot of people are out. So whoever joins on, we are really appreciative. Make sure that you guys go ahead and donate. The description is there in the link that uh, the little marquee that's scrolling uh, underneath. And we will let you know which, um, as a matter of fact, uh, the charities that we want to talk about, Vish, uh, if you want to kind of – uh, tell, let them know which do, which ones we will be donating to in um, the Hurricane Ian re, uh, relief efforts. Yeah, and I, and yeah. So as, as Jazz said, you know, this is a charity stream, um, not the type of hurricanes we like talking about. But you know, a lot of people in our community and our adjacent community are hurting. So yeah, <clears throat> what we tried to focus on is uh, you know local to the Southwest Flor- Florida area uh, versus you know national charities that might take overhead and all that. So um, a couple of, and there are links in the, uh, in the description. And I also put them in the YouTube chat. So you'll see them there, but um, there, one is friends in service. Now there are food, um, food bank specifically for Sanibel and Kativa Island, which I think, you know, if you've seen any of the pictures, they, they got it probably worse than anywhere else. Um, Another food bank is the Harry Chapman food bank, which is a food bank for Southwest Florida. And then um, the the third one we identified was Valerie's house. So this is um, this is a support home for um, children um, going through uh, that are grieving, lost parents, things like that. And uh, you know, unfortunately, there are there are fatalities out of this storm. So I think you know some there will be some children that have lost loved ones and parents that could definitely use that support. So so th- those are the the charities we identified. Yeah, if anyone, if you you can click through. The links I put in the uh, in the in the chat and in the description go straight to the donation pages, um, and yeah, again, we spent quite a bit of time making sure that you know the the charities we selected were going to you know pass most. Uh, there's always overhead and stuff they have to pay for, but we're going to mostly pass the money through to the people that need it. And yes, it's, it's all going to go directly to them. Yeah, uh, to yeah, the, the charities and the so. super chat as well. If you donate through the super chat, we will we will be taking that money and donating it. So that's another yes. option. Yeah. So yeah. Just yeah, you can spare for for our, our neighbors in the southwest. Um, yeah, we'd appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've got a lot to cover in a short period of time today. We want to bring on our our first two guests on the show. Um, if we can go ahead and bring them in, There's a little yeah. little crossover action today. As yeah, we yeah, got, we got we got to behave the CEOs here. So, <laughs> 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 like we know what we're doing. That means you don't have to behave. Actually. <laughs> that means know, you have your know. worst behavior. I don't now. know. We tend to run up against heat shows, so I don't know how much of our product you've seen. So I kind of you know. I know. I I I I've seen. No, you try to hide. Well, I'll tell you what. The team's doing a good job to get you you to hide your stuff from me. But yeah, other, other than that, no, I, I I've heard I, I've heard the show. You wouldn't be on the network if I didn't like it. So, uh, so Ethan tells me by the way. Um, Ethan, uh, by the way, we go, also got Lex here uh, from uh, Miami Flow and the Average Canes Fan Show. Uh, what's going on? Lex, how you doing, my man? Thanks for coming. You know on. what? Um, we're blessed. Uh, we got smashed here in Kissimmee, Florida, near Disney World. Um, but man, um, the flooding and and the trees that are down are nothing compared to the West Coast. And we have a lot of friends out there. And it's um, what you guys are doing tonight, man. It, it shows the kind of people you guys are. I appreciate you guys having me here. And uh, whatever we can raise, man, let, let's help out the people that really need it because it's going to be years of rebuilding. 
So it's an, honor, it's an honor to be on here with you guys tonight. Mm-hmm. I apologize for the dog. He's a little needy. Nah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Friday night. It's a I mean, Friday night to donate to just because the dog's cute, basically. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone throwing yeah. some money for the dog. Uh, and, and by the way, the, the Miami Flow Media will be doing uh, their their fundraisers as well and all their shows. So make sure you guys keep it locked. Um, um, all right, so we got we got wait. I got to cut you off because there's there's a, there's a uh, you know if you familiar with our show at all, it, 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 no better way to kick off the look at that Gary with, with the spicy it. spicy nuggets from Gary here. <laughs> appreciate it, Gary. Appreciate it, man. Uh, by the way, by the way, so so Ethan tells me, hey man. You guys are gonna have a hard time now. Now that now now that Miami got their you know their butt swept to, to Middle Tennessee, I go, are you kidding me? This is gonna make the show even that better. That yeah, much that, better. Well, that, yeah, that, apparently that, people that, like to see me on a stream depressed <laughs> and just like on the verge of tears because we got good views on the post game. So yeah, I mean, there's only two ways. Somehow we didn't have a post game off Dolphins yesterday, which I, I guess we should fire the CEO. I don't know how the hell that happened after uh, after what occurred with Tua, but uh, no, you, you're right. I mean, usually it, it's it. Apathy is what you don't want. So typically it's either if, if the team's really good or in the case of the Canes so far this season, the team's really bad, uh, you're going to end up with uh, with a lot of people interested in it. So you yeah, know, we actually got we, to ride both waves because everyone was so excited at the beginning of the year. We got the high and we, we didn't got, last very long. This we time. certainly hit the low. So no, yeah. that was, that was whatever, whatever it was that made us. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we got the Miami. Uh, yeah, there we go. Appreciate it. Hey, you know, I appreciate I, it. Man. I, yeah, I, 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 I do want to mention I can't do it now because I'm actually on the show, but we're, we'll do we'll uh, count for a hundred dollar donation from five reasons. So just add that to the mix. We'll That's take awesome, care of that when we're. We're finished. But whatever people can do here tonight, you know, is appreciated. We obviously appreciate everybody liking, subscribing the channel um, because it allows us to do some things like this. And and we want to partner with, you know, like Miami Flow Media and all these other uh, outlets that are doing great work. I mean, I think you saw this week and, and, you know, you never hope for anything to fold. But you saw this week with the folding of 790 The Ticket, which Jazz and I are very familiar with because we were working there at the exact same time, um, different parts of the building. Oh, God, that was a depressing building with no windows. Uh, but, uh, but you know, you can see we're kind of where traditional media is going. And so, you know, it's outlets, you know, like Miami Flow Media and what we're doing, uh, Miami Heat Beat, others in the market, um, you know, Locked On, et cetera, that are, uh, are, you know, are kind of taking the mantle here. And so, you know, we, we appreciate it's kind of grassroots. And so these things are grassroots. We can't. We can't promote them maybe like the Miami Herald could or, uh, you know, or Channel 7, but we, we obviously uh, want you guys to help where you can and we'll make sure it gets to the right place. So so that starts. So, Vish, what do you want to talk about today? We, uh, we're not going to talk about your Cowboys. I mean, I, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't I don't know where we want to go. Uh, we don't have to talk about the Cowboys. Lex, are you a fan? Who are you a fan of in the NFL, man? So I've always been a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Always yeah. been well, you're, you're from up there, right? You're, you live up uh, there. Yeah, you're you're the one. I will support. I will support the Jaguars and the Dolphins, of course, unless they're playing the Bucks for any reason. But different divisions, so you really don't get that. But um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, Bucks fan, Orlando Magic, you know, ticket holder for the Magic. So and of course, my uh, my Braves are playing tonight against the Mets. The Braves, the mighty, mighty Braves. I mean, listen, uh, we don't have baseball down here, so we don't know. (laughs) There is a big, there is a big Braves contingent because it was the closest team for a long time. Um, And so there is, there, there are Braves roots all over Florida, which I did not realize until I moved there. There's a lot of Braves. Yeah, there's a lot of Braves fans down here. Yeah, I want to say thank you right there. Kane P66. That's my cousin right there. Oh, nice. Got family in the house. Throw a couple of bucks in there. If not, I do it for you, Kane. But uh, that's my cousin who lives in Miami. 
Appreciate uh, it. So I appreciate him showing support for you guys. Yeah, absolutely, man. We appreciate that. Mac, Max is in the building. I don't know if he's still on, but he's in the building somewhere. Um, you know, by the way, speaking of baseball, my team sucks right now, so I'm not even paying attention, to be is honest. Is it the Marlins or the Red Sox? I'm a Red Sox fan, man. Yeah, I'm a Red Sox. <laughs> I didn't even know. I just took a wild guess. That's a good guess, though. Good guess. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty terrible right now, so I'm not even paying attention, man. It's 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 brutal. It's brutal. Well, I feel like speaking I'm, of, my teams, I let of baseball, down. I just the reason I'm not home and I'm at my brother's place because I just watched my nephew's baseball team and they lost ten to one. So things aren't going well. But <laughs> <laughs> baseball is definitely not the topic. Of I will say it's a totally yeah. different experience. It was cold. I was freezing. I'm like, how are you playing baseball at this? And they were all fired. And I'm just well, like, you're up in DC, right? Yeah, I'm in DC. Yeah, we're in yeah. the Mar- I'm in the Maryland suburbs right now. Oh, he's right next to It was very cold. Cold yeah, yeah. He lives close. I think he close. You live close to A Black. He lives up there. Yeah, yeah. he lives in Northern Virginia. Yeah, he's across the river. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, real quick around the horn here, uh, Ethan. Um, I mean, so what? What's your take on what happened last night, man? Because I know there's there's a lot yeah. of emotions and there's a lot of uh, internet internet um, MDs out there, which obviously got got everybody's blood boiling around here. But uh, yeah. Tough, tough situation, tough thing to watch, but um, I mean, it's kind of hard to judge as well. So, well, that's that's the whole point, right? That's my take on it. Is that um, my take on it is that Twitter, in particular, uh, has created this cesspool where essentially everyone is an expert on absolutely everything, and you know the reality is that I don't know, and, and sometimes it's okay to say you don't know. Okay, I mean. My assumption, my assumption from covering sports in this market for almost old as fuck, excuse me, 30 <laughs> years now, okay, is that is that the Dolphins would not have put him on the field, their future, okay? Not just him. Forget forget looking out for his best interests, which of course, you know, having covered the Miami Heat and seeing how they handled Alonzo Morning and how they handled Chris Bosch and basically kept two guys off the court who wanted to be on the court, right? Um, for all the thing about how Pat Riley's cutthroat, I mean, he saved them from themselves. Okay. So I don't know if the dolphins necessarily were going to save Tua from himself, but I would think at the very least they would try to protect their investment. I mean, he is an investment for them. He is the number five overall pick in the draft. He's due for an extension in about a year and a half. And he's also happened to be leading the AFC in most passing categories. Why would you want to get him permanently concussed? Okay, what is their motive for that? To win one Thursday night game? Really? Okay. And and so I'm just looking at it from that and I'm saying that the assumptions that are being drawn here by some who mostly seem to be outside of this market with a bone to pick with Miami for whatever reason. And you guys cover the Canes. You know what that is. I cover the Heat. I know what that is. And it's now translated to Tua has become the lightning rod for the Dolphins. For reasons I don't understand, because he's not polarizing, he's never done anything wrong. Okay, I mean he he basically is a model citizen who typically says the right thing. So why has he become this lightning rod for the rest of the media around the country? I don't get it. Okay, I I understood when I covered LeBron why he was a lightning rod. I would understand if Jimmy Butler was a lightning rod. I do not understand why two is a lightning rod. So. You start there that people are predisposed now to have an opinion on everything related to him. But to have the opinion that the Dolphins would throw him out there in that circumstance if he didn't go through all the protocols makes no sense. And I've got friends of mine from around the country who are not Dolphin fans who are texting me, how could the Dolphins do that? I'm telling my friends, how do you know what they did? How do you know what they did? Okay, how do you know uh, how the test came up? And by the way, 
the doctor who 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 came out today, the doctor who basically cleared him was not a Dolphins doctor. So it's just it's a weird uh, situation. Um, I know it looked terrible. I know it's it's highly coincidental that it happened in two straight games. And there's a larger conversation to have here about Tua's brittleness in general. Okay, anybody can have a head injury. But let me just tell you this, okay? We're making a huge deal of this. I covered Zach Thomas's entire career, okay? And was very close to Zach, okay? Who should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Yeah, Okay, and I stood in front of Zach, okay? Because Zach was the most cooperative person with the media that I've ever encountered, okay? When Zach basically uh, got cut by the Dolphins, he called six of us to make sure we had everything we needed from him. That's who he is, okay? When he didn't reach me the first two times because I was teaching a class, he tried a third time, okay? So I had a very close relationship with Zach. I would stand in front of him in the lock in the locker room and know he was concussed, okay, literally. Like, I mean, he couldn't remember anything. He was repeating himself. He would stand there for the lo- in front of his locker for 30 minutes. I remember a goal line stand against Atlanta at home, which he was unbelievable. He had three of the four stops on the goal line stand, okay, in a game that they won by a touchdown. And he did. He was not in his right mind. There's no question. Me, Zach had multiple, dozens of concussions. Unfortunately, okay. And so I don't understand now. Okay, and I know CTE and everything that's come out now. But why all of a sudden now we have CNN covering this today? I mean, literally, CNN was devoting segments to this. Why is Tua this kind of lightning rod? Why are the Dolphins this kind of lightning rod? And not only is this being covered in a way it's never been covered before. But the assumptions are being drawn before we know anything at all. And, and I think some of it is because people don't trust Steve Ross, who, by the way, is not even supposed to be involved with the team right now, okay, for another few weeks, uh, another couple of weeks. And so my take in is I'm going to wait to see the investigation, guys, okay? I'm going to wait to see what comes out of that. And then just like there was an investigation of Steve Ross and you know trying to get Tom Brady and trying to get Sean Payton – then when we get to the end of it, I'll make an assessment if they did something wrong. But right now, guys, I, I don't know what it is. He came back in the game after he was supposedly concussed against Buffalo, and he led them to a victory. And I'm not saying no guy has ever done that, but we talked to him in the media room afterwards. Right. And he seemed fine. I've, I've interviewed guys who've seen much, much worse than that. So I'm not a doctor, but neither is Twitter MD. And so that's, that's where I come down on it. And I, I know – that uh, and and I know we're going to bring Alex in. I I know that you know the Heat. I I heard you know I left the Bahamas uh, yet last night. I was with the Heat for four days. Spent a lot of time with them. Um, and I know. Hey, hey Alex. And I know hey. that Eris Bolster said today that he didn't like the drawing. You know the jumping to conclusions. I I think uh, to me it's it's uh, it's been too much over the past uh, twelve hours. It's been twenty four hours. It's been frankly ridiculous in my my opinion. Yeah, I think at this point we're we're all just. I mean, I, I do think the other the other thing going on here is we all take a lot of joy, and frankly, a lot of us, you know, are heavily invested financially or emotionally in this sport that is inherently very dangerous. And the people we cheer on are always one play away from having a catastrophic problem, <clears throat> and we like to forget about that. Um, when we're watching these games because we're cheering, we're having a good time. Then the next thing you know, we'll play later. It's like all the players are kneeling on the field and this happens, you know, not frequently, but it happens. And I think we so much would rather it have it, have it be the dolphins fault, not the game 
not just the inherent right. nature of the game. It's right. so much more. If the Dolphins did something wrong, then we can say that's because the Dolphins did that, and the sport I'm enjoying is not causing this. I, I think fall. I think something something that's really bugged me today is that you know I, I've seen a lot of people like trying to blame Mike McDaniel for this somehow. It's like it's it's very odd because. Um, even if, and I agree with pretty much everything Ethan said, by the way. So I'm not going to repeat everything you said about the protocol and how it went down. But so even if people out there do think that, you know, the protocol is either flawed or, you know, the Dolphins somehow did something nefarious and didn't follow it properly, I would say if you're looking at people to blame, um, you know, you, the head coach would be pretty low down that list, right? If there was a problem with the medical exams, wouldn't you maybe blame the doctors or the trainers before you would start blaming the head coach? Because, you know, I've been, been watching, uh, I've been watching McDaniel the last couple of days, what he had to say right after the game. And then what he had to say today. And he seems like just rocked to his core. Like he, he was breaking out in tears today. And it's, it's, you know, it's not because he feels like he did anything wrong. It's just because he, he hates to see, you know, a human being uh, suffering and, and, you know, at risk the way the Tua was last night. So, uh, it's just it's this weird thing. And, and I, I can pick up on something that Ethan said, you know, people around the country don't necessarily cover the Dolphins who are reacting to this. You know, I've got I, I've got friends who are, you know, pretty far from the Dolphins organization, including people who are like into sports, but don't really watch the NFL that closely. And I see them commenting on like, mm-hmm. oh, what a terrible organization the Dolphins are like that. that that's the narrative. And I, I think, you know, maybe they've earned some of that because you've been involved in enough gates as the Dolphins have been in recent years that nobody gives you the benefit of the doubt anymore. I, I think that's really fair. And I, I want, I want to let Lex get in and, and everybody get in, but I, I think it is, Look, I understand the perception about the Dolphins, okay, because I, I've been part of that team criticizing them, you know, media team for the past 20 years. I mean, I stopped covering the Dolphins because I couldn't take it anymore, frankly. Like, I just I, – I mean, you're just covering pointless season after pointless season. I mean, we haven't seen a playoff win since December 30th, 2000, 2000 not 2009, not 2010, 2000. Okay, Lamar Smith, 209 yards. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, literally, the, the, their playoff wind drought is old enough to drink. Okay, I mean, it, it, <laughs> if it got carded a few months ago, they would have let it into the bar. Okay, that's how long it's been. So I, I understand the frustration, and you've had Bully Gate, and you've had Cocaine Gate, and you've had how many gates have they had? Okay, I mean, they, <laughs> Cocaine Gate was fun. <laughs> cocaine and Flores Gate. Okay? I mean, I mean, Cocaine Gate Halloween, is just like you, you, know, Halloween, you know, costume out of it, man, for crying out loud. Oh, oh, Chris Forster, and, and look, yeah. you had you had the one win season, okay, and you had Nick Saban going back to Alabama. I'm, you know, I'm not going to coach the Alabama, okay, because his wife hated uh, hated it here in South Florida because there were too many Spanish people at the Publix by my apartment. Okay, like I, I look. There, there, there have been plenty of scandals with Miami Dolphins. I understand it. Steve Ross is not a good owner. He, he spends money. He's a good owner in that regard. He's built a beautiful stadium. Thank you, Landon, so much. We appreciate that. He, Landon, my brother. Appreciate he, that. By the way, he's an FSU fan. He went to and FSU. That's, that's, well, that, right? that, team, that team is better this year. But yeah, anyway, absolutely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that just shows how good of a person he is. <laughs> that's right. And, and we'll discuss that that week. I but mean, look, the money's not going to the unit. It's, it's going to hurricane relief, not the hurricanes. Yeah, well, he's still, he's still <laughs> settled. Oh, I mean, Bish, come on. Bish, the NIL money didn't work. Okay, so let's say uh, we got we, we, we got to we got to try something else. But but look, I, I, the thing is, I understand that perception. I get it. Okay, but I also, in the little that I know of this head coach and the way he's changed the culture, 
Do we think he doesn't care? I mean, this is the exact point that, that I think Alex made. Do we think he does not care about his players? Because I've gotten the exact opposite vibe, okay? I think he cares about his players a lot. I think that's what he's built this whole honeymoon on so far is him putting his arms around Tua. So what was he doing? Putting his arms around Tua to throw him out there to get him concussed for life? Like that's what he's doing? No, I'm sorry. And I'm telling you this. Eric Spolster is the same as him. This is why I talked to Spo about McDaniel. They're both incredibly empathetic people. They're incredibly empathetic people. So the idea that McDaniel would throw him out there, okay, I'm not going to mention other coaches who've worked in this market, okay, or been GMs like Bill Parcells, um, who would have thrown somebody out there in that particular situation. This guy is not that, okay? So to me, this is, it's ridiculous to blame. The Dolphins, they think the Dolphins had any malice in this? No. Incompetence, perhaps? Then you're blaming the medical professionals. And right. I'm sorry, I, 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 I'm not ready to go there. If somebody wants to file a lawsuit, then we'll see. Well, you know, I, I spent so much time on Twitter uh, for the past 12 hours that I'm now a medical expert. I've got a diploma. Uh, I, I performed three surgeries today because, you know, I've got all my certifications now. You know, we all know more than the actual doctors do yeah, now. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right, Ethan, we're going to get you out of here because you're like – you're hogging up the whole thing. And this is not about you, Ethan. We right? haven't even talked heat, so I better get out of here now. Thanks no, for no, no, if we do that, if we do that, we'll never get anybody else. We got Tony backstage. If we do that, we'll get a thousand more viewers. Uh, here, here's what we're gonna do. Oh, oh wow! Oh, shots. wow! Shots. shots for. I don't know about that. At this point, it's a, it's a Friday. No, night. actually, it would be more Dolphins than Heat right now. Yeah, the Heat, not, they didn't do anything this off season. Uh, that, I feel like all these are say, shots because, like, it's also football season for the Hurricanes. But. Yeah, thanks, man. That's thanks, true. Ethan. Appreciate it, man. That's a good point. Donate money to a good cause. We'll make sure it gets to the right place. I'm getting the hell out of here. Thanks, CEO. Get out See of here. Yeah. Bye. See you. All right, All right. Gonna, I'd like to get Lex's thoughts on this. Yeah, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring Tony um, in. Well, as well. The one thing that nobody said, and I've seen on social media, guys, when when the when the hit first happened last night, I'm no medical expert, so when I saw when you see it live, I thought he actually landed on his hand first. So when you saw his hand like this, I was like, oh my god, he has like two broken fingers. Because you know, until you slow it down, I re- I'm no medical expert. I didn't know if your head does this or your nerves. So then when it got slowed down and explained to me, I've seen a lot of people bringing down, I forgot who made the tackle. People saying it was a terrible hit. It was dirty hit. I've seen it all over social media. I'm, I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, he made the tackle, he rolled over and he put the, I mean, it was any defensive lineman hits a quarterback. That's what's going to happen. I don't think he had any malicious intent to hurt Tua. And, and it scares me because now a couple of, you know, you know, he got hurt in college a couple of times. Now he's been hurt now. When do you tell yourself it's time to hang it up, walk away? You've made millions. You could easily be some kind of broadcaster. You guys all know that. He can, guy smart enough, be a broadcast in time to just walk away. Yeah, a he- lot of, there's a lot of players that did not walk away on time. And unfortunately, we know how their lives ended. And that's the well- biggest thing well, you know that that's right. That's that's a lot of things that these guys are not talking about because you know, us as fans, like the, the the average crazy fan, right, just wants to see him play football. They just want to see he's he started off hot. He's he's looking really good. We don't care if he has a concussion or not. You know what? I mean, obviously we care, right? We understand how the game is now. We understand you know how important it is to really keep these players safe. Okay. However, you know the average, the average fan, the average fan, Lex, the average fan, um, you know, doesn't watch his really, show on Miami Flow Network. Yeah, yeah. By the way, he's on, he's on Mondays at five thirty now. 
So yeah. it, it's tough to it's tough to get those guys, you know, to 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 think a different way to kind of change their perspective on how 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 violent this game is, and that these guys put their life on the line every single day. Because one one of those, as Vish mentioned earlier, one of those hits could wipe you out. You're done. Man. You're absolutely done. And my first thought was, Lex, you brought up a great point. My first thought was he landed on his, you know, on his hand, on his elbow. So I, didn't hey, know you, I didn't know that. Maybe he hurt a nerve. No, but, but I thought maybe it was a nerve in his elbow that caused his finger to do this. And I said, hold on a second. He's got it in both hands. That's yeah. that's neuro, neuro, neurological, right? At that point, you, you know he's concussed there. So, well, Do you know who you can compare that hit to? The one that just happened to Will Mallory where he landed on his neck? Yeah. yeah. That that right there, you could have been paralyzed for life. He came down on his head like a hammer going that's through right. a nail. Yep. I, you you when I saw that live, I was there at the game. I didn't I didn't think he was walking away from that. Yeah, I can't believe he did. So he, did he came back in the game, which was and, crazy. And he came back in the game. So yeah. could, could, do you blame now the Miami Hurricanes, who is a school for doctors, for not doing their legit work? Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. I mean, if you saw the, if you saw the the post game press conference, uh, McDaniel, we was standing in front of a U Health sign, so maybe we found the help. We found the person to blame. It's oh, U Health. It's man. definitely U Health. Also, Tony. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tony, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? Thanks for coming on. No problem, man. What's going on, gentlemen? Alex, it's always great to see you, bro. Look how much weight you've lost. You look incredible, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep it off. I'm starting to get my Nutella cravings again. So uh, (laughs) losing it is half the battle. Keeping it off is the real challenge. Listen, speaking of that, we went. I went yesterday to uh, to obviously, you know, uh, the girlfriend had a craving for cookies, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, here we go, right? Like, if I need a damn cookie, cookie. what kind of cookie? We went to this place Mm -hmm. called Midnight. Midnight cookie. Oh, you know there. what you're talking about, Donald? No, no, it's on uh, off of Coral Wayne, like 87th Avenue. Uh, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a late in. night spot. Like yeah. you can go there at like 2 a.m. and they're still, which is the worst time to eat cookies. It's the but worst, yeah. but the best as well, right? So we, so I'm like, oh, I like this cookie. Oh, I like that cookie. Oh, I like. We ended up getting like eight cookies. All right. And I mean, if you're gonna like, put the effort to go out there in the middle of night, you gotta get at least. Yeah, you know. I know, dude. So we got like <laughs> they're, 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 they're like this big. Right? They're like this big. Yeah, like this. Yeah, big. yeah. But you guys are miss- if you want the best cookies during the day, you go to the mall and you go to Miss Fields. Cookies. Oh yeah, those are great. No, oh, yeah, that's those like are awesome. That's like a crack attic, right? <laughs> those are really good because they're all nice and hot. But I'm telling you, these cookies were great. It was like a chocolate chip one, a baklava one, baklava. Baklava cookie, it was fire, fire, so, fire. So shout out to our new not sponsor that Jazz just gave a thirty second infomercial yeah. to. 
Midnight cookie something. Whatever. We're talking about fat ass stuff, right? We'll close the sponsorship deal first. We'll eat the cookies on the air, man. I'm going to have to go talk to him. We can't do that with Manscaped, but we can eat cookies. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah, we can talk about Manscaped, but we're not going to. Yeah, we're not going to demonstrate Manscaped, but we can definitely eat the cookies on the air. Uh, Man, I'm sorry, Tony. I I completely cut you off, Tony, man, but uh, those cookies were damn good. They were damn good. Yeah, don't tell Don, don't don't tempt Donna with a good time with Nutella and all that crap. Can't do that to the guy, man. He's doing. I'm so just well, concerned. You know? I'm concerned why the hurricane prep included Nutella. Like, why was that on the list? Why was that? The- How can you not have that? Right? How yeah, can you prep with that? Yeah, it, it's always on my list of supplies. I I can't. I I always forget the names now, but I remember that there was one like four or five years ago that was supposed to come and it just missed us and everybody shopping for supplies. And my supplies were, I bought a bunch of beer and two jars <laughs> of Nutella and that was it. Like that was, these are my hurricane supplies. Well, you got to do that because it's not, it's not just during the storm. It's the aftermath. You don't have power. The public is well, public you, the store. you need those essentials. You got to have alcohol. You got to have yeah. junk food. I mean, that is, yeah. those are essentials. Absolutely. Otherwise yeah. you're not gonna be able to get through this. Well, There's they nothing tell, else to do. I'm the wrong person to tell to go get ready for hurricane for a hurricane because if i go to Publix, if i go to one of these stores i'm not coming back with like the essentials yeah only, same okay you know no. i'm just not there's no way man there's no way um tony so talk to us a little bit man, about what you got going on with uh with the network uh kind of give us your take on on the whole situation with the dolphins as well and and, and what happened last night because uh we haven't gotten your take on it yet man yeah, so look, we we do a few things um, with the Heat. Me and Sean, particular, we're doing Better Edge, right? Which is a uh, a sports gambling app that allows you to do peer to peer betting in the state of Florida. It's really difficult, as you guys know, to to gamble in the state of Florida in a legal capacity. I make it look way too easy. You do. You really do. <laughs> um, but, but you use Better Edge. I do love Better Edge. Actually, it, it's it's really great. You for us degenerates, uh, you can find lines on Better Edge. Sometimes people are are slow to react. There, uh, I've made a lot of money just on some like San Francisco was plus two and a half. Okay, they were favorites in that game. I got them at plus two and a half last week. So, uh, Better Edge is a great app for that. It's a great app for trying to to find the edge on the lines, try and get some good uh, some good odds on on something that might not be trending as well in a book. Uh, we also do a halftime show called Pace and Spaces. We're going to do that every single halftime, every Miami Heat game. We're going to be on Twitter Spaces doing that. We're going to have some pregame stuff going, some postgame stuff going. So we're going to be all over the network for five reasons and the YouTube. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're excited about that, especially with heat season coming around. Uh, as the uh, as the Hurricanes are struggling, hopefully they pick it up again. They've got a couple weeks to get it together. The Miami Dolphins obviously drop a, a, a tough one. Uh, last yeah, night, I pivoted but, to basketballs. They released yeah. the, the, the times today, and I'm like, all right, let's, let's right, figure out how I'm gonna. And then, well, well, then you well, know, I saw. It's the, funny though. We'll get to heat basketball because um, because uh, there, there is some news out of there. Too bad we don't have Ethan on right now talking about it. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Well, let me just uh, add yeah. something because because Vish, you're talking about pivoting to basketball, and I know, like, obviously, uh, at least four out of the five of us in here make hurricanes content so we kind of know like the pulse of the fan base right now which is like it's just a combination of like anger and sadness but i'm going to tell you something man and this kind of picks up on what tony was just talking about with better edge um i think a lot of hurricanes fans are going to be surprised because i'm telling you when the opening line comes out for north carolina at miami Miami is going to be favored at home by four or five points like it's that just that's just how it's going to work 
they're going to be Miami's going to be favored. And yes. I know a lot of a lot of Hurricanes fans will see that they're like, "What do you mean if we can't beat Middle Tennessee?" Where because I I've seen a lot of these comments, guys. I'm sure you've gotten them as well. I have people filling up my Canes comments almost every day, saying, "I don't see another win on the schedule." Like I'm literally seeing that. I don't see people are telling me I don't see another win on the schedule. Like. Uh, okay, yeah, if Miami plays as badly as they did against Middle Tennessee, you're right. Uh, but I've got to expect at some point something's going to click. But I'm telling you, Miami will be favored by probably four, four and a half, five points opening line against North Carolina. And there will be a lot of people who will be shocked by that because the fan base is at rock bottom right now. By, by the way, and I'm sorry, uh, before we, we keep it going, we actually got two donations straight to um, – uh, let me pull it up here. I'm sorry. Straight to the Harry Chapman Food Bank uh, by coworkers of mine, good friends, amazing people, Lorraine and Kenneth, who are on the ch- who are here watching the show as well. They donated directly to the Harry Chapman. So big shout out to them. Yeah, Love you guys. You. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. Awesome. Very very kind of you guys. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, Lex, you want to chime in on that? Because I know I know you were you were kind of kind of shocked by that, right? I am shocked, guys. Um, uh, Tony, nice to meet you, man. Um, nice to meet you too, brother. You don't know it's, our show is, is not based on recruiting. We're part of the Miami Flow team. I don't do anything about recruiting, coaches, none of that. Me and my co-host, AO, who has a family thing tonight, couldn't be on. Our show is average Canes fans. We look and talk about point of views from the average fan. We get a lot of our titles for our shows from people that email us. Hey, we want to talk about man caves. We got a show coming up on the U tattoos. We're getting a bunch of pictures from tattoos that are coming in. And, and you know, it's just something different that you guys don't, you know, people don't see. And I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to put this down. Miami beats UNC by at least 17 points. Whoa. I love it. Miami beats UNC by 17 points. I mean, you got Dono going now. You got Donald. And that and that's why <laughs> I'm telling you a lot of people are gonna be calling me out. I don't care. Guys, <laughs> I'm gonna die hard. I have my own tattoo of the canes on my arm. We're going, we're we're running the board. Everybody asks me, we're gonna win or lose. We're gonna win every game until the game is over. But I really think I, I really think Mario is gonna surprise us. I think there's gonna be some switches on offense. We don't know how. Um, I think the offensive line is probably still taking Mario's shoe out of their asses um, because of how they blocked. <laughs> no, I love the players. Um, one of our good friends, uh, Shonda and George Roberts, are the good friends of ours, shows up at our tailgate, Elijah Roberts. You know, we talked on oh, the yeah. phone after the game, and they were very honest. They would curse out their son. And That's I crazy. just think you're going to see a team. I think you're going to see TVD throw it down the field, get a couple of bombs, and they're just going to say, let it rip. What are you doing? Let the ball rip. Which and would make sense because, and, and like, listen, as long as, long as TVD can find some confidence, um, North Carolina's defense is not good. Their secondary is not good. Their like, quarterback, I give them credit. Oh, their offense is great. Like, yeah. they, they, yeah. this, like they, these teams may combine for 100 points. Like, you know, well, if Miami let's um, have you seen us? What am I combining for 100 points? No, no, yeah. no, no, but I don't think so, we so, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I hate to say I'm kind of leaning that way too. Well, so, so Lex has Miami by 17. Apparently, Dono has us like losing 90 to 10 to get the 100. <laughs> well, but let me tell you, yeah, why. He's rever- <laughs> he reverse psychology himself all the time. It's awesome. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you why. The defense at the beginning of Middle Tennessee State held their own. Yeah. But guess what? How do you feel? DJ Ivy's been playing a lot better. Yes, he got burned. 
there's one game on, one game off. Put it together. Corey Flagg has been looking like a damn missile all year. You know, players that you wanted off. But what I think is if you look at the defense every game, they've been put in some bad spots in the first quarter. And they've held, they held, they held. Sooner yeah. or later, you keep Some putting point. in a spot and a spot and you don't do your job, that mental breakdown happens. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. At some point. Also, but some watch point this. By 17. Vish, we're going to we'll beat their asses to the ground. <laughs> I, I don't know about taking a spread, but whatever that over is, I would do it. Miami's allowing with 39 and a half points. Uh, so is the Tar Heels. The Tar Heels offense is eighth in the FBS right now. So whatever the over on that game is, no matter where it opens up, I'm smashing it. I'm hammering that over. I mean, if Vegas is smart, they'll set it at like 90, and then I'll be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know, Alex. I mean, you just you confidently know, said 100, so 90 is giving you a buffer there. I don't oh, know. I'm so it. sure. Yeah. Like, what was the Clemson Wake Forest game? Like 52 to 50 or 45? 52 to 45. Yeah. You yeah. Get, I, I, yeah way that over range. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah. crazy. Uh, Donald, before we let you go here, and if anybody else has to run, uh, feel free to run. Um, talk to us a little bit about Lockdown Kings, what you got coming up uh, this week uh, as you prep for UNC, man. Yeah, no, I'm excited to actually, within the next couple of days, to actually really have a game to talk about. We, we have been talking a little bit about UNC already this week. Um, but, of course, we'll get a better sense, however they do against Virginia Tech this weekend. And they're they're pretty big favorites in that one, nine-point favorites. At home, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how North Carolina's defense looks, and if Drake May just because he's averaging over 300 passing yards per game, if he can keep yeah. it going. So we'll be talking a lot about that. Uh, you know, we're on uh, five days a week on Locked On Canes. Uh, you can get the audio podcast on you know, all the usual spots: Apple, Spotify. Uh, you can get the uh, the video version on YouTube. Um, you know, the schedule has been kind of all over the place this past week as I was filling in on radio. But usually, we drop the uh, the YouTube episodes. Go at it around. 12:30 p.m. You know, this past week we've been talking a little bit about the quarterback situation. You can call it a controversy. Uh, I think Tyler Van Dyke is going to start again next week. Uh, I also think, you know, limited sample size. Jake Garcia has looked better in that offense, but I still think they're going to ride with TBD next week. So a lot of quarterback talk this week. A lot of UNC scouting and talk next week. Awesome, awesome. Make sure you guys keep it locked on. Locked on. To locked on Kings there with yeah. Alex Donald. Can I chime yeah. in real quick on something? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Um, Rasta, you know, everybody knows Rasta. Um, yes. Rasta lives in Fort Myers. I was on the phone with him when he was getting hit, following up on my boy Rasta. I mean, the last year we Oh, became, there he is. Oh, yeah. He's just yeah, he's the the yeah we became very I'm good friends. Um, they had like a small ditch or pond area behind his apartment <clears> complex. <throat> I'm glad he was on the second floor. It turned into a lake. Part of his complex has roofs missing. So, Wow. Rasta actually went to Miami um, to get away because it's just no – he's not going to have power for I don't know how long. So, yeah. Rasta, man, yeah. thank the Lord that uh, – God bless you, brother. We're good. But Rasta got smashed really bad. Well, uh, Rasta, you're always in our prayers, my brother. And, um, yeah, man, I, I didn't even realize he lived in Fort Myers, to be honest with you. I yeah, I didn't know that I either. I thought it was local too. So he, uh, drove, he drives two hours to the stadium every game. All the time, man. See him all the time. Yeah, so he's a, he's a trooper. You know how he is, man. So uh, we thank you, uh, Rasta, for everything you do for uh, Kane's, um, Kane's on, on YouTube and, and Kane's sports period. So, man, um, he's always a friend of the show as well. So yeah, we've got been, on, been on multiple times, yeah. I, I, I got to ask this, right, because we're all basketball fans now too. And um, this – I mean, Tony, you talked about a little bit what you do with Sean with the Heat. Um, and I want to get your take on this. What's, you know, 
obviously we all follow basketball here. We're, we're fans of different teams. I think me and you, Tony, are Heat fans. Lex is a, a Orlando Magic fan. Vish is Dallas no, Mavericks you're fan. Wrong. Orlando Tragic. Or that's right. We can't win a game. <laughs> but, but I write it. Are we about to enter the Luka Doncic discussion? Because I'm on for that. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we'll hold off for that for now. Can but I give yeah. him the MVP before the season starts? Speaking, speaking, I did. I did. I, I don't blame you. He is the truth, man. He is the truth. Uh, what's this whole talk about? Do, do we got a power forward or not? Who's our four? Wait, wait. Hold what's, on a second. You just gave him Paul Pierce's nickname. How are you going to insult my boy like that, man? <laughs> he is the, Oh, stop it. I didn't even think about that. That's how much – you're thinking about Paul Pierce. I'm not thinking about that at all. I don't know, man. That, that guy doesn't – that guy doesn't come – You cannot listen, call as a Heat fan, As a Heat fan, that guy doesn't register my brother, That is an bro. insulting nickname now because of oh, the person that took it. So. Stop it. Get over it. Um, what's, what's going on with the four, man? What's going on with the power forward situation with the Miami Heat? I mean, they'll tell you to your face now that, you know, they have two fours on the roster that they feel really good about and uh, that they're going to go to war with. So the Jimmy Butler at the four talk that we all convinced ourselves was happening is it seems to be out the window now. Whether Spo and Jimmy are kind of effing with us or not, I'm not 100% sure. We're going to find out pretty soon. But uh, it looks like they're going to war with, with Caleb. And, you know, you got to just expect Spo to be able to play with the rotations enough to make it work. Are you are you comfortable with the rotation? Are you comfortable with the players that we have now that we can compete in? Uh, I almost said the AFC, by the way, in the uh, <laughs> in the East. Are you comfortable I, with that? I think if we were competing in the AFC West, we'd have a lot of trouble. But in the <laughs> in the NBA Eastern Conference, we can we can go to war, man. I, I think yeah. there's two things to be to kind of factor into play. One that you know we're way more flexible at the trade deadline than we were this off season. Um, the kind of talent that we have going into trade deadline that's available to be moved is going to make our options wider, right? So if we still need a four come that point, we can really look into getting that. You'll have Dwayne Debman's contract who is signed to be moved. You'll have Duncan Robinson still under contract. Um, and you'll have a first round pick you were trying to move this off season now. So that's the trade package that you could float out there to try and get somebody then. And the second thing is while PJ Tucker was incredibly impactful for this organization and incredibly impactful for us in our playoff run, the things that he did defensively uh, hindered some of what we wanted to do on the offensive side of the court. What they really want to get to is a free-flowing motion offense that takes advantage of Bam and Jimmy's gravity going towards the basket and just open up shots for other people. You know, you hear Tyler talking about what he can do as a defender and a catch-and-shoot player in his meetings, right? That's what he talked about primarily in his interviews. That's because that dude's going to be on the court and shoot the ball. I mean, he's not doing nothing else but shooting the ball, extending uh, the basket back behind the break, trying to get as many open shots for Jimmy and Bam as humanly possible, create as much space for those two guys to run offense through. So I, I think that they kind of look at this squad as smaller, uh, easier to run. Spo says every year he wants to play with pace, and then we are the last in pace every single year. So I don't know what that means anymore, but hopefully we go small, we play with motion. And we're trying to get teams, uh, you know, we're trying to get them played off the court just with speed. Yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's, that's, that's interesting that you mentioned pace, right? Because you've got some guys on this team that can definitely play um, that style of basketball. But then you start, you, you got some guys that are a little bit older that aren't necessarily, you know, set a little, back, you know, a little bit older, just a little bit older. Just a little. <laughs> that aren't set up for, for that style of play. So that, that kind of concerns me a little bit sometimes with, um, just 
you know, not necessarily at the beginning of a game, but maybe towards the end. However, though, you've got you've got the bench that you can bring in guys like Tyler, um, you know, Max, uh, Duncan, depending on who depending on who's going to start right from from those guys. But I, th- I think you've got enough of a bench that you can kind of bring in and play that pace at the end of games. Um, and, I, you know, again, Spo is so Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to this lineup uh, where he can kind of throw out so many different, you know, looking lineups at you. So I think Absolutely. that's going to be interesting. But I will tell you this. I think it's going to be important for them to establish um, somebody else that can play with Jimmy and with Bam. And, look, I still got to – I'm sure I'm like every other Heat fan. I still got to see a little bit more from Bam, right? Um you know, I think a lot of people are not completely sold yet on him because there's times where he flashes, he flashes absolute, you know, yeah, you want to say he's he's one of the top guys at his position, but he also sometimes kind of disappears a little bit, right? So, like you mentioned, maybe it's it's just what they're trying to do on offense doesn't really mesh well with what PJ Tucker was trying to do on defense and so on. You, you probably know a little bit better than I do about that, but um, this is this well, is what, very about, what about these title. These Tyler trade rumors that I keep hearing every year. You, you, you think they're going to finally do something about that? You can answer that. No. This year? No. I think – I think, think t- Degenerate that gave us some money. Who is this guy? Shout out to that guy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. This guy looks suspect. He is suspect. Without any comment, just putting money on I him. Mean, That's all I do, bro. Out? Just throw it out there. Throw the bread out there. You got to – Tyler would have been, I think, on the block if Donovan Mitchell would have lasted another year at Utah and then became a, you know, was, was trying to be shopped again in next off season. But you have a guy right now that's under contract. He's young. He's an asset. He's portable all up and down your roster. And he's, you know, once he's cost control, he's going to be appealing to other teams down the line. Um, you can extend him now and then look to trade him at some point later. So it's, it's one of those things you just lock up. Duncan Robinson was a great piece like that. I feel like that contract takes so much crap from fans not realizing that losing uh, that contract for like, think of all these moves, right? All these trades, every Heat fan wanted to get done this offseason. Every single one of them needed Duncan Robinson to happen because he's the only salary that we had on the team this offseason. Outside of him, it was $5 million for Tyler and $1 million for every other guy on the team. Without Duncan, $16, $17 million, we couldn't have made a trade happen this offseason. So... You, you need filler on the roster, Lex, at some point. You have cost-controlled okay. young athletes. I think that there's no doubt in my mind Tyler gets extended that he's on this team for the, for the foreseeable future, especially right now because Bam needs every inch of space he can get. To Jazz's point, you want him to be more efficient. I hear some people calling for five, six, seven more field goal attempts. I don't give a – like, I don't care about that at all. Yeah. The only it's, thing it's I want to see – It's efficiency, for sure. Efficiency. It's efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you guys don't mind, I have a question for Tony. No, go away. I mean, you cover the NBA. You probably know more than just the Heat. Is there any, any hope for my tragic? Any hope, please? Oh, Lex, listen, you're going to love this take. You ready? <laughs> because Mo, Mo Bamba is not the answer. No, no, he's not. But you know who is? Franz and Paulo. Franz is an explosive, uh, just fundamentally savant. I mean, he plays. He's a he plays a beautiful game of basketball. If you ever watch Franz Wagner play, you he does everything that you would want from that kind of guy with that kind of size and that. You kind know who reminds me of? Who? He's not gonna. He's not maybe not the status. He reminds me of a Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, 
He reminds yeah. me of Dirk. He's one of my favorite players. Yo, yo, yo. Com- comment down there a little bit. Ah, <laughs> that's, a, that's the Mavericks I'm fan not, talking over there. Yeah, I'm not going to do don't, it. You don't just go straight to the top. You know who you're not to. That used to be a, a number two guard for the Magic a long time ago. Remember Courtney Lee? Yeah. yeah. So Courtney Lee, on the other side of this laptop, I've got a signed jersey that he signed for me. He's also seen ticket order for a long time. Uh, but, yeah, Franz reminds me of, like, a Dirk Nowitzki. He just – Seems to just do everything right. I, that guy's going to be a superstar in five or six years. I, I think so too, and I think Paulo just makes him better. You know, what he can do everything on the floor. Uh, he just has to get into spots that his efficiency is cranked up. You know, he had the ball a lot in his hands this year. It's going to be taken out of his hands now. Paulo, there's no doubt that he's a better playmaker. So he has to show that he can play without the ball and he can get to his spots and, and create offense. I don't think he's a catch-and-shoot type guy. I want to see him going to the basket, finding the big man off the bounce. I want to see him in a short corner. I want to see Franz doing all the things that he didn't do this year um, off ball. I do you like that pick? Uh, do you like that Paulo pick? Because I have actually liked the uh, the center from Auburn that went, I think, two or three. Um, I forgot his name, but do, do you uh, like that Paulo pick? Remember the Auburn kid? He went second or third. Big old guy, 6'11". Yeah, I remember. No, no, no. The white guy was from Gonzaga, I think it talking, was. We're talking about no, – yeah, so not, not Smith, Chet, right? Smith. No, so, yes. So, but, Jabbar, so, Jabbar Smith, I think his name yes, is. Jabari. Yes, yes. Um, last scene, you know, being shoved in the locker by the Hurricanes. And the, yeah. You heard of it. Shut his ass down. They <laughs> did, but I, 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 <laughs> I, but he I, is good. He is, he is, he really is good. good, but I that was that was the easiest tournament game we played. To solidify the middle, and you could have got Mamba, got some trade exception for him, but they went with – now seeing this Brazilian guy from Duke on the preseason, I was like, okay. I yeah. Mean, I was like, wow, I was kind of impressed. Yeah, he can play. Yeah, you got you to gotta think about your future, I think, with that. You look at Paulo. I, I don't know if you guys watched any summer league at all. I really doubt it. Only, like, real sickos like me are watching NBA summer league. I watched a little bit, a little bit. I, I actually saw he, a Magic's game, and I saw him ball. I saw Paulo yeah. ball a little bit. He he has so much balance. I mean, to come into the league as as a kid his age and be able to shoot off the platform at his size and really never – you can't interfere with his shot. I mean, Giannis is probably the one guy that can get in his way and, and get him off his base. That's a dude that you can play every single night and you can play with any other players around him. He's the pick Lex. Don't, don't, don't waver on it. He's the pick. He was the guy. It's the right player to get. Um, he's just not going to flash. I don't think, I think he's like one of these 12.6 and six guys for his first year, but that's okay. Cause the magic have the infrastructure. Wendell Carter, uh, you know, Franz, like these are dudes that I think are going to give you a winning record. Uh, I believe for that. I was actually uh, Wendell Carter's house last week. We do we did some work for him, so really nice guy, man, down to earth. He and said a, so. Well, I appreciate you answering my question, Tony. Sorry, Jazz and Vision. No, man, Lex getting his magic fix right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not me out of a funk because uh, Tony said five or six more field goals, and I thought he was talking about Gaddis's offense for a second. I don't know. He was talking about Bam getting more shots. I think. I can't take any more field goals. <laughs> what do you guys think happened on those missed field goals, this Pat? It just looked what was low trajectory, right? Offense brought it into the spot and i've been happy with our special teams that's been the one of the brightest spots i mean we've been killing us but but man those field goals it's almost like hey when he goes to kick hey man all right we got three points we're good i'm like right 
should be, but he's got that low trajectory than the other one. I think they just got lazy on that line blocking and, and somebody got through. And I think that's, um, yeah, it was really sad to watch, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He's, I, 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 maybe he's got to practice that, right. Maybe, uh, Andy's got to practice how to get a little higher trajectory on his kicks. I don't, I'd I prefer we score now. touchdowns. Yeah, well, so it would be point, point <laughs> after. Can we start doing that? Touchdowns. Can we, we like extra points? We don't mind extra points. No, extra points. Yeah, I'll yeah, take. Extra points. Let's, I want some more extra points in this field. You'll, you'll score touchdowns against UNC's defense. It is god awful. You guys I have a you have a you all have a lot of confidence for an offense that you know is you know you know what I'm you got to put out that good energy out there, man. I think TVD is going to come out with a fire lit under his ass. And he's going to throw four touchdowns. 350 yards passing, and this is, I mean, Frank Latz is going to go like 10 for 120. I don't know about that. I was going a little too far with that one. I went a little too far yeah, with that Yeah, once you started to figure out who was going to catch these passes, right, that's right, where right. I ran into trouble maybe, there. Maybe, maybe I went a little too far. We still got a good running game, uh, although what's going to happen? Backs? Yeah, I was about to say, what's going to happen with our running game, right? Like, is, is Parrish going to be healthy enough? Uh, is uh, Rooster going to be healthy enough? Is this we, the were we were down to yeah, one back. We were down to one back. Dad, please, let <laughs> Get him into a groove. I know, I know. I mean, we don't have a we didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice in the last game because no one else was even healthy. I like that too. I I really do like that. But I think that there's certain things that some of the other backs do a little bit better than him. Oh, they do. You know, but I love that. I I think but 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 Gaddis is not using them that way. But when the old look, we all said we as a University of Miami for the last 20, 30 years have been known for our athletes. Our athletes purely from Miami. We don't go to Wisconsin and get those grass, hay-fed, big boys. We never. That's never going to be Miami. Right. But the way we blocked against A&M was like crazy. It was like crazy, bro. I'm thinking, let Thad pound those safeties. Nobody wants to tackle Thad in the third or fourth quarter when they're tired. You, but the man has to get into a groove, too. You can't yeah. bring We got to get them tired. Right. We got to get them tired, though, right? Yeah. I'm with so, you. A bit of a breaking news chair. announcement. If you if you watch Inter Miami, they just scored in the 89th minute. They've been scoring like in the last few minutes of every game, and they're probably going to make the playoffs oh, now. So, TVD uh, throws for 350 yards, three touchdowns, three fifty. three touchdowns. Jazz, you got four. I got four touchdowns. No All right, okay, three fifty plus three okay. to four touchdowns, no interceptions. I say we return either a punt or a kickoff. We run it back or close to it. I'll take we it. We win by we win by seventeen. Right oh wait, Dave, David's in the house. He's another uh, Lex fan. David, I, I heard that you were going to donate something to the uh, hurricane relief. Fund no, he there. can't. I, I'll tell you right now. David lives in uh, Bradenton. Oh, uh, it took me. Well, you got, I forget that you got a lot of people up there. Yeah, Central Florida. Okay, so, so David, guys, he just got in touch with us. It was oh, forty eight no. hours of me calling him. David. You okay? You okay? He has he has his kids and his wife. They've got they got even hammered. He said he just got in touch with us last night. Um, David Dog. Wow. Well, we're glad you're we're glad you're doing well, David. Lex is the most well. sober drunk guy. <laughs> Who says I'm sober? <laughs> I know, right? Don't assume. All right, Twitter, Twitter doctor, Gary Cabot, Twitter doctor. I mean, I was drinking on the, the post-game show last <laughs> So maybe they said they don't see the alcohol. Started drinking on Wednesday. I don't know if we stopped yet. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Um, by the way, I, this was great because Lex got his NBA fix. We got our NBA fix as well. Thank you. You thank know, you. I mean, I we don't, do we don't get, yeah, we don't get to talk about that stuff, obviously, because this is a Kane show. But um, 
you know, I, I truly appreciate uh, everybody that came on today, everybody that did donate, uh, that was able to, whether it was uh, through the Super Chat or directly at, uh, with one of those um, charities. Uh, if we can kind of, um, you know, for any of the rewatch crew that's going to watch this uh, either tonight or tomorrow, we'll post it again. But make sure you guys check us out. Uh, Vish, mention the um, uh, charities again that we are actually uh, donating all this um, uh, monetary, anything that you guys can provide. Yeah, so one of them is um, is a food bank. It's the, the acronym is Fish um, Friends and Service or Friends and I forget what the acronym is, but it's Fish and it's for it's a food bank specifically for Sanibel Island and Captiva Island, which got Friends in Service here. I thought Friends in Service here. Yeah. I, I, I want to say now, but I was like, that's fizzing, and it was Fish. And I, okay, all right, <laughs> Friends in Service here. Um, and so um, yeah, that is a food bank for uh, Sanibel Island, Captiva Island, which are basically completely destroyed um and then the the next one was the harry chapin food bank which is covers kind of all of southwest florida it's another food bank and then the last one is valerie's house which um helps kids get through trauma um displaced kids kids who've lost parents and unfortunately some 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 kids probably lost their parents as part of this as well so we wanted to make sure we we had them on the list for uh, a potential donation so those are the three we selected we intentionally focused on locally controlled, you know, that are actually just work in that area um, to make sure that they would, we figured they would have a better idea of where the, the, the bigger needs are and be able to help there. We, so. we got another uh, donation from, um, from another anonymous, anonymous uh, donator. No, my girlfriend did uh, <laughs> to uh, both the Henny Chapin and to uh, friends in service, I believe, or was it Valerie's? I'm not sure, but I got to double check, but uh she donated as well, yeah. so um, shout out to Shane. Yeah, we you didn't name it. check her. You just you, know, you just kept her in the back. Yeah, you know, I try to I try to keep her, <laughs> I, try to, I try to keep her. You know, she she doesn't like to be in the limelight, so um, you know that's appreciated. She's she's well, low key. She's low. Key. Well, well, see, you you're the one who has to. Uh, I don't have any responsibilities there, so I can name check. Yeah, you, you guys can name check. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. I try to keep it low key because because then when I get off of here, she's like, "Why do you gotta mention my name?" And I'm like, "Well, see, this is even better because now you can just blame it on me." Yeah, I'm just saying, vicious thoughts should be like, "All right, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool." So, uh, by by the way, for anybody that's coming down for that UNC game, I don't know, Lex, if you're going to be down here for the game. Oh, bro, I'll be there Friday. Uh, Oh, Walter and Dave were floating them. That's what I'm talking about. Well, Vish and I are actually running a, 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 I guess you can call it a small marathon. I don't even know what it's called. It's a 5K and a 10K. I'm running the 5K. Vish is running the 10K over at the zoo on Saturday morning. I don't know how I'm doing it, but uh, Sheena's already telling me that she wants to walk the whole damn thing. I'm like, come on, man. Let me run a little bit for the love of God. Uh, but then we'll be out there tailgating as well for, for the UNC. Yeah, that, that 4 p.m. kick time. That was, was perfect. That was close. Right, 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 right in the sweet spot. We'll be up at 7 in the morning to go yeah. earlier than that to go run. <laughs> to go run. Who I'll does that? The, uh, I'll be parked in the green light gate by 9 a.m. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. I didn't That's ask you to do it, Jazz. You, you volunteered. I, I know, I know. I'm and told me at like 2 in the morning. He says, he's like, I'm trying to fill this form out. What's a corral? I'm like, dude, I'm sleeping. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm nocturnal, bro. I'm a damn vampire, man. That's what a true story. Do? It wasn't. I don't know if it was That's, 2. It was way past midnight. It was. Though. It was like, definitely past midnight, for sure. For sure. Um, uh, Tony, before we head on out of here, man, let them know uh, where they can find you on social media, shows, everything, everything. Talk to them. Yeah, bro. Everything on social media is pretty simple. It's Tony Schwartz MBA. Uh, that's Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, the whole shebang. I just got it all under one tag, trying to make people's life simple. I'll be doing halftime spaces uh, on Twitter. So as long as you follow Five Reasons Sports, you're going to see our halftime spaces there. 
I just urge everybody on Twitter, like everyone else has come on the show today, uh, take Richard Sherman's advice in the first half. He said, I don't want to speculate. I hate to do it. Just stop right there. Just don't speculate. Just stop right there. Don't don't even I keep it going. So that's that's my take on the whole Tua situation. It's like it's like saying no offense, but I'm going to offend you anyways. Yeah, it was. I I, I thought that broadcast was so irresponsible. Uh, we can. And you saw you saw it in Tony Gonzalez's face, right? You saw it in Tony Gonzalez's face. Yeah, Tony's uh, giving me a bad name, bro. I, I I wanted to legally change it after last night. <laughs> oh man, uh, we appreciate it, Tony Lex. Let him know, man. Guys, uh, MiamiFlowMedia.com uh, is our website. I'm part of the Flow team, guys. Uh, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Average Canes Hands Flow. We have our Facebook page. We have our Twitter pages. Uh, shows Monday at 530. We call it the pre-Monday Night Football show to get your fix while you're getting the grill ready and everything. Talk a little bit of Canes. Um, much credit to Jazz and Fish, what you guys did today and the time you took off to, to help people, it, it's a blessing. Um, if you don't mind me reiterating, the flow team is doing exact same. All donations on our show through all of next week, 100% of it is going towards uh, to help the uh, hurricane victims. So please donate on all these shows. Everybody here does this on their time. Um, I don't get paid for it. I do it for the love of our canes and anything to support. So I do appreciate you bringing me on, guys. It's yeah, been man. a blessing. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We do appreciate it. By the way, Jack Dan is a big F1 fan. Shout uh, out to, the, to hitting the Apex F1 show. From our other bring, show. From the bring yes, money yes. back. To, from the bring money back to the F1 show fund. Listen, we have not. We'll be back. So, so, it's not our fault. It's not yeah, our fault. It's not our fault. We're getting blamed for this. Like She's an actual reporter, so she's actually in Southwest Florida right now covering the, the storm. Um, so that's where she is. So she keeps getting pulled into stuff that – you know, that matters more. Do. That matters more. Than, than <laughs> so, our, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, she's been absent for a few shows, but she she's still on the show. She will be back. She'll be back. Hopefully, next Wednesday we'll we'll preview another one. So, uh, make sure you guys keep a lock. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and, and by the way, thanks, Jack, for the for the dono as well, man. Um, we appreciate everybody that joined the show. Uh, Dono, Ethan, Tony, Lex, uh, you all are a blessing as well, man. We truly appreciate you taking some time on, on a Friday. And for the Rewatch crew, thank you guys for watching. Uh, you can still donate uh, when the show is done. We will have the links on the uh, on the description, so you make sure you check it out there. We'll post the links a little bit later on Twitter as well. We'll, we'll post it all throughout the weekend also, so you guys can go ahead and, and, and donate there as well. Um, anything we can do to help the people of Southwest Florida and some of Central Florida as well. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll yeah, it'll also be on the on our podcast feed. We yes. just switched over to to working with fan site on Red Circle, so you'll see it there as well, and can donate through that as well. Absolutely. And if if there's any uh, volunteer crews, any work crews that people are organizing, please get at me. I'm going to be going down to Fort Myers in two days. You actually can't really get down there right now. It's only emergency, right? Uh, CNA well, people that live there, right? Yeah, so yeah. as they start to open that up, get at me. I'll be going down there trying to do as, as much repair and recovery of people as I can. We, hey, may, Jack, we, we may do something, to, uh, so I'll let you know, Tony. Me and Yeah, Tony, yeah, yeah same thing. Um, I do have some friends down there. Um, I'm going to actually be helping some people down there rebuild. So you know what, Jazz? I'll get with you and maybe get with Tony because when I, I'm going to go down there in about maybe a week and a half, two weeks, okay. once it's cleared up to get down there. But when I make the trip to follow on people, I'm going to pack up the trailer and the truck and pass out as much as I can. So if there's any way to help people down there, I'll be coming from Central Florida. Hey, man, let's do, let's do something. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll do something down here, do something up there, and, and maybe we can uh, – I don't know next – not next week. 
Okay. Uh, not UNC week, but the week, the follow, the week after that, I'll be cool. I'll let you know what days, and maybe we want to do some kind of drive where, hey, pack up. I don't know if you guys see my truck, but it's a big diesel truck. We got the trailer. Maybe we can do some kind of drive. Hey, pack it up. Let's do some kind of pack fundraiser. Yeah. And then I'm going to go down there and distribute. Definitely. And, and Jack, by the way, good point, man. Uh, we'll definitely want to do something like that because uh, Sheena's a big advocate for uh, for for pets and animals. So I'm sure we'll, we'll get involved with that as well. We'll take well, so. dog food, whatever we yeah, can do. Whatever, whatever it takes. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing something. Let, yeah, let's get together, Lex and, and Tony and, and Vish, uh, and, and we'll see. Uh, we'll definitely put something together. Um, can we donate our, our wrong orange-colored T-shirts in case people need clothes? God, for real, we might we might have to. Do <laughs> no uh, one's buying up there the wrong orange. Shout out, to, orange. <laughs> shout, shout out to Ethan for getting his burnt orange T-shirts, man. They showed up. I'm like, that is not the right orange. So we just wear black ones now. So we got yeah. we got these orange uh, six rings cage shirt. You know, it'll be like yeah. when the team loses the championship game. They do you know what? I'll take one if you got nothing to do with it. They're <laughs> <laughs> all yours, Lex. Yeah, all yours. There you, go. There you, you, go. you can just become a Syracuse fan real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No kidding, man. Oh, boy. Um, make sure you follow us every Monday night as well on the Six Rings Kane show at 8.30 p.m. Uh, we will be uh, previewing UNC. UNC? Yep. Uh, and, yeah, then, and then we got pre and post game, too. Before we got pre, pre and post game on Saturday. And we also have uh, F1 hitting the apex on Wednesday nights at mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Um, and that'll be fun because uh, Jack will have money back. Okay, stop yeah, it already. Yeah, well, she'll, she'll show back up eventually. <laughs> appreciate appreciate everybody coming out um, again. Lex, Tony, Ethan, Alex, and uh, everybody else. We do appreciate it. It's all about the you, Go Canes, and uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Adios. Later, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.